BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I've got visions in my head. People tell me that I'm crazy. I tell them that's exactly it. I've got reasons for my absence. People tell me that I'll burn out. Hi, y'all. Welcome back to the show. I have some exciting news. We are doing our second ever live show, first ever live show in the great state of Texas, my home. We're doing a Dallas live show. It is on November 11th. So 11-11, doors open at seven, show starts at eight. Margot Austry is our guest yet again. It's going to be so good. It is at the factory. And you guys need to get your tickets because I think it really will sell out. I've actually been getting a lot of messages today from people um, as I'm recording this. It's Monday and they went live about an hour ago. And I've been getting a lot of messages from people who have already bought tickets. And that is very good news for me because imagine if I had a live show and no one was there. No, three people were there, two of which would be my parents. And I walk out on stage and no one's there. Like I would actually, no, I can't even talk about what I would rather do because it's probably not appropriate. And no, 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 that's not even happening at all. But um, actually, you guys need to get your tickets very soon because I really do think it's going to sell out because we've really got quite the community in Dallas, I will say. Today's episode is with Kelsey Kreppel, who has a new show, Circle Time with Dear Media. Loved her, loved this episode. You know what's so crazy? I went into this episode really frazzled. Like a lot of stuff happened that morning. It was a really just like, you know, when you start off your day and you're like, oh my God, I'm not okay. And I had that today too. So like, I don't know what is going on with me. I really don't. But this episode is incredible. We are talking pop culture. We are talking Taylor Swift. We are talking wedding planning, advice for your 20s and more. You guys are going to love it. Be sure to go listen to Kelsey's new podcast. Post this to your story for a chance to win Starbucks today. I will be sliding into a few of y'all's DMs. Um, As always, you guys can watch this on YouTube. Oh, check out our uh, merch too. We have new sets out that are really cute. We have our home collection coming in the next few months. So get ready for that if you guys didn't get a chance to pick up the sets. So again, we are available on YouTube as well. You guys can watch this. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, all that stuff. I love you guys so much. And let's get started with the episode. Recently, I realized that I'm not as vain as I like should be. Okay, that's a good realization. It's something that I'm thinking a lot of because... I, I don't try with my appearance really ever. I don't get ready. And then I'm like, I'm if I'm sitting on camera for six hours, like I think it would be nice to like do something, you know? Right. So then I'm looking back at this footage and I'm like, you know, I could do better than that. 
Yeah, I've had definitely had moments like that. Like even, yeah. yeah, the first couple episodes of the podcast that I did, I was like, I want to be chill. Like, I'm not going to get ready. And then I was like watching the video back and I was like, yeah, probably should have like done one thing no, yeah. to get ready. No, and I'm like, no, I'm cool and like chill and laid back. Yeah. Like, I'll be able to be fine. It's totally cool. I think also because I've also, I've been on YouTube forever that yeah. it's like, you just don't get ready. Like, you have to stop doing that at some point when you're on YouTube because yeah. it, it's just exhausting if you're trying to get ready before uh, no. filming everything. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. I'm, I, that's when everyone's like, oh, I love podcasting. It's like, I don't have to get ready. And I was like, oh, we're getting ready for our YouTube videos. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't know that. I didn't ever start getting ready. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like a little bit behind on that. Okay, we have two things in common that are really important. You, I listened to your um, recent podcast episode. By the okay. way, incredible job. It's very hard to do a solo. Oh, and it you. was so good. Thanks. I, I loved appreciate it. that. Thank you. You mentioned how you love Thursdays. I do love Thursdays. Thursdays, I think, are the best day of the week. It's Thursday today. I know. How fitting. Oh, my God. It, they are the best days of the week. They are the best days for, like, a couple of reasons. One, I'm like, a new podcast episode of mine. Two. <laughs> Same. Amazing. Perfect. But it's, like, the you have so much to look forward to. Yeah. And you've accomplished so much at that point, even totally. if you've done absolutely nothing. Like, totally. you've got Monday through Wednesday out of the way. You're, like, almost to the end. Yes. And I also feel like some nights, like if I were to go out on a Thursday night, for example, which doesn't happen very much anymore, but when it does, it, I always have the most fun because there's less pressure on yes. it. It's just like, and then all of a sudden you wake up and you think that it's like Sunday, like you're hungover and it's Sunday, but then it's like, oh, it's only Friday. Yep. I have the whole weekend ahead of me. I actually, I couldn't be more for a Thursday night going out. At this point in my life, like I'm a little bit too lazy to do mm -hmm, that. Mm -hmm. So it is rare. Yeah. But the best nights that you go out are always Thursdays. Always. Those are always the best in college. It totally. was always the most fun. Like yeah. I love Thursdays. Yeah. Where did you go to college? So it's like a really weird small school. Okay. But before that, I was just doing Santa Monica online and oh, I was nice. dating someone at USC. So like I was oh there at that point. Nice. But it was really fun. That yeah. is fun. And I loved a Thursday. They're the best. They're the best. And then you also love Taylor Swift. I do. How are you feeling after this week? For reference, who's listen whoever is listening, she just gave her big reveal at the VMAs. Yes. Okay. So I love, love Taylor Swift. Okay. I really want to oh, start. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's not her. Okay. It's everyone else that stresses me out. Like I like the theories mm -hmm. make me so anxious because I'm like, how is one person thinking about all like there's just no way like and maybe there is something about the way that everyone's like deciphering like what's coming next and what this means. It like it makes me so nervous. And I'm like, can we just like wait until October and like uh -huh. take a second like, let's breathe, everyone. I'm excited just as much as you are. But, like, let's calm down. But, like, let's – it's just, like, I don't need to start worrying about, like, what she's saying all the time. Like, I just want to enjoy her as a person. Oh, yeah. And I agree with this, by the way. I'm not someone who is – I'm not, like, the Easter egg Swifty. Yeah. What I am is, like, I sit back, I relax, mm -hmm. and then I just listen to what they're saying. Right. But I really don't – and listen, I it's – clearly an art of like not even what Taylor's doing what the Swifty people are doing right. but I don't know how anyone is that into something to where you make those connections I mean like they need to be in like the FBI right. honestly like I I love her I really do yes. like truly love her so much can't imagine staying up all night like 
re-listening to like things that she said in interviews, reading all these things, making notes. Like I, this one came up on my For You page today that was like, I stayed up all night and I made all these notes and she had like four pages of front and back notes. And I was like, I I don't like, I need to focus on my actual life probably. Mm-hmm. Like I can't, how, you know? Yeah, you could also like barely get me to study for a test. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I'm really bad at studying. <laughs> and that's what this is. And like, I like, it's more fun, I feel like to after to be like, oh my God, that's so crazy that she said that thing in 2020 and none of us realized instead of being like, no, I already knew. No, yeah. she already knew she's going to say that. It's like, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Well, you, you're smarter than me. I don't know. Like, it's cool, I guess. Uh-huh. So I feel like I'm a chill Swifty. I would classify myself as that as yes, well. Yes, but I'm very excited about, oh, very. about Midnight's. But I'm just like, You know what I was thinking too the other day? Because I actually couldn't agree with you more. The audio right now, that's the Midnight's, Midnight's, Midnight's and all yeah, the songs. I'm yeah. like, I would never in a million years have the patience to make that TikTok audio. Oh my God. Never. And that's not even the, like, that's not even the most committed. You know what I'm also curious about? I wonder who the first person was that realized and started the whole like Easter eggs and all of her songs and interviews. I was literally thinking about this this morning when I was watching this TikTok. I think it's because that just used to be like, like remember back in the day when she had, when we had like actual CDs and in the album cover, there was like letters that were capitalized. That was like so fun, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I feel like that's where it started. Like hinting, at things but then it just like we all figured out that that's what she was doing then she had to bring it to another level like it just is all like a mind fuck am yep. i allowed to say about yeah it? yeah okay, definitely so it's just all a mind fuck and it's like i want her to relax i want us to all relax like swifties sometimes have a bad name mm-hmm. for themselves okay and like we're not making it any better no by staying up all night and writing down things that she said for the past 10 years. Okay? You yeah. have to be a little bit more chill, everyone. It's, yeah, it is a lot. Do you think that she, because this stuff is years out. Right. Do you think she just has the next, like, 20 years of her career figured out and they work backwards? See, I don't know. And that that also stresses me out because I don't know how someone's brain could work that way. Yeah, I don't even want to really want to think about it. It, it, make, like, it gives me a headache. Me, right. It makes me nervous. But, like, I mean, she's a genius. Clearly. The people who are figuring this shit out are geniuses. Like, I respect mm. it. I just wouldn't, I can't, like, I can't jump in and start deciphering things myself. It really does need to be, like, a skill you can put on a resume. It should be. It it's truly should be. crazy. I just started a clothing brand, and my business partner was, like, a crazy One Direction fan. Okay. And the stuff that they could find out and the skills that she has now yeah. to like figure certain yeah. things out and like find certain connections and whatever we need. Right. It legitimately comes from her like crazy one direction right. fangirl days. And it's like, you know, I think about it and I'm like, okay, I've done some crazy stuff online. Like I've found people that I should have never found, yep. you know, but that's like for personal gain. Like what's going to happen if you find run direction at their hotel like what are they gonna do nothing you're gonna just they're gonna be scared when you say you found people online like do you mean like their zillow listings like what are what are we talking i just mean like i've like if someone posted someone Mm -hmm. just their finger 
for example. Like I would go, I'd be like, oh, I think it's this person. Go on her page, go down to this day, see what kind of nail polish she's wearing. Try to like make sure that Mm -hmm. it is that person. And then I'm usually right. I had to stop doing that. (laughs) I had to Mm -hmm. stop doing that so that I could sleep at night. Yes. Because it wasn't really helping any anything. Was this in like dating kind yeah. of things? Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it really wasn't helping you. Oh my God. Like probably the most self-destructive thing I, I could have done. Because I find out and then I know and then I just sit there and I know. Yeah. And you would have been better off not knowing. Yes and no, I think. Yeah, that's true. Like I do think there are situations, but it's it's messed me up a little bit because I've found these things out and I'm like, okay, so now I always have to trust my gut. And then the the thing of like knowing if it's a gut feeling or if it's like an anxiety feeling, that's yes because I've done things like that. Now I, that is all messed up inside of me. Twenty twenty two has been the year that I have officially turned in to an extensions girly. I love them. I think they're so fun. It's really cool to like play around with your hair. And I have recently been introduced to BFB hair. And let me tell you, I loved them. I picked out my extension with a shade online, had them delivered to my home. The packaging was beautiful. The quality of the extensions is unreal. I just love them. BFB Hair has 28 shades available. Seven new dimensional shades launched earlier this year. They are available in all clip and hair extension products. The classic for length, fill-ins for volume, and up for all of your updos. I love the up personally, because I love adding something to an updo. I've recently been really trying to kind of experiment more with my hair. And I love BFB because it allows me to do that. They also have some amazing launches coming up this year. They're expanding their product offerings to include accessories and styling products. They recently launched a collection of claw clips, which I die for. BFB hair has such a wide range of product offerings and now more than ever a shade that is perfect for you. These shades have been in the works for over a year and a half. The team listened to customer feedback to offer shades that were needed. The quality of these extensions is incredible. They're super comfortable. It was a super easy buying process and they have such a large shade collection. Like you will find something. Follow them on Instagram for hair tutorials, hair hacks, and inspiration at BFB Hair. Our listeners get 15% off all hair products using code I love you at checkout. They rarely have discount codes or sales, so this is an exclusive discount for you. You're going to want to take advantage of this. That is I Love You for 15% off at checkout. Enjoy your new hair. Hi, guys. It's Jordan from the Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. On my show, we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, motherhood, channeling, healing, and so much more. A few years ago, I was diagnosed with chronic Lyme disease, and the healing journey I embarked on at that time set me on the path to radical awakening. Let's just say I had no choice but to change my energy, and that opened me up to the most beautiful healing of my life. On my show, you can expect to feel like you're sitting in my living room chatting with old friends. Tune in every Wednesday to connect and hang on the Balanced Bond Soul on Fire. I have talked about this so many times. How do you know if it is a gut feeling versus anxiety? Because Mm -hmm. they feel the same. And then I asked like an expert on this. And they said something along the lines of if you're acting off fear or out of fear, it's probably anxiety based. Right. But there are still things that it's a gut feeling that are scary to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know. It's like, I don't have like, I have not figured it out really, but I've been able to like, 
talk myself down more and more. And like, I do know I'm put, it's like, they're not gut feelings when I'm making these situations up in my head and then starting to believe them. When you're spiraling and that. Right. So it's like, it's not a gut feeling. You just made that up. And now you believe that it's true because you made it up. But like, it's not this thing that you know deep down is true. You just are telling yourself that you should think it's true to protect yourself. I don't know. That's true. It's, it's hard. It's hard. I struggle with it all the time. It's horrible. I dated this guy and I was so anxious the entire relationship. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I'm just anxious because this is like, and for some reason I'm on like dating anxiety TikTok at this point. I'm like, no, I'm just anxious because it's like a dating thing and I'm like fearful now and like things have gone south in the past or whatever. Right. And now looking back, I was like, no, I was anxious because like I should have never in a million years been in this relationship. Right. But I convinced myself. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I like have done very, very similar things. And then it's like, okay, well, I was right that one time. So now I'm probably right these other times. And it's like, no, that was like, that was a one-off where you were just dating the wrong person and they were shitty. It doesn't apply to everyone. Yeah, that's actually good advice. So I have to remind myself of that pretty frequently. Yeah. Speaking of like pop culture and stuff, what was your, your first like pop culture obsession, if you will? Oh, this is like niche, I feel like. But when I was a kid, I don't know. How old are you? 25. Okay. I don't know if you'll remember this. And also like, I don't want to like say I was into underground artists when I was seven, but like. <laughs> but I kind of was. was. <laughs> no, I don't think I was at all. But do you remember the girl group play? No. Yeah. They sang the song Us Against the World. I'm looking it up on Spotify. Us Against the World. Do you remember that song? I know that. I, like, saw them on, like, a commercial. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, I totally do. Yeah. Yes. I I mean, I don't know. I, they weren't, they never got, like, big enough. Like, they're all just living very normal lives now, and I know that because I just looked them up on Instagram, like, last week. <laughs> but, like, that was, like, the one and only thing that I was ever, like, genuinely obsessed with. Like, if if I was older, I probably would have been doing the, like, fucking One Direction shit, mm-hmm. you know? And I was doing it to the capacity that I could at that time. There was no like Twitter. I was I was probably like nine, but I would print out all of their pictures, all of their lyrics. Like I went to see them in concert when they opened up for the A-teens. Like I was like obsessed with them, obsessed. I knew every single fact about them. I would watch videos of them and practice their dance moves. And then I like never, after they like broke up, kind of just like moved on and never got like obsessed with anything never else. Cared. But I mean, I love Taylor Swift, but I'm not like doing yes. the Easter egg thing. Like there's, I don't know. I wouldn't say I was ever like fangirl status yeah. to where those Taylor are so powerful and they know everything. Right. I was never at that level. I wasn't like a what, direction or really right. either. I but, missed the mark on that one. Yeah, that was not my thing, but yeah. I always loved Taylor Swift. When I was younger, I all my cousins around me were older and we were, and I'm talking, I was like five or six at this point yeah. when it was Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson. Okay. Newlyweds Obsessed that or was, whatever the show was. That was a wonderful show. I went back and watched it in 2020. Okay. And that was like probably the only good thing about that year. Was it good still? Like I mean. Good, bad. Yeah. It was good, bad. Like yeah. it's not, I honestly. Like you're not going to be like, the show's amazing. Yeah. Like it's, I, it doesn't need to like win an award or anything. Right. <laughs> like it was really good. Okay. And then I loved JoJo. 
obsessed okay. with her growing okay. up. Like, get and, out, get yeah, out. Leave. Oh my god, I like. Okay. I think I listened. To, I am twenty five now, and I probably listened to that song once a week. Yeah, I mean, as you should. Yeah, and that makes sense, right? And then I loved Britney Spears. I did love Britney Spears as well. I like remember, like vividly remember getting her albums and sitting and opening them and looking at all the pictures and stuff. And yeah, yeah I mean, like I liked, I liked all a lot of those things too. I think I was just like chill about it. I don't know, no, but I also like the was, Backstreet Boys and I loved Sync and yeah, me too. all of that. I was very into. I think that was a normal at the time though. Like that was the extent in which you were- You a, couldn't do too much. Yeah, you weren't like, you didn't have like a direct line of contact right. with social media. Right, which honestly for the best. It really like, I was for the best. saved myself some serious embarrassment by like <laughs> my, like I used to be so pissed that my parents didn't get me a phone until I was in eighth grade. And I'm like, thank you guys yep. for my razor. In eighth grade. I had a hot pink razor. And I, I mean, you couldn't tell me that I wasn't the shit. Like I yeah. really was like, this is the coolest so thing So that's ever. really cool. I always <laughs> wanted a hot pink one. But like, you remember how it was like Sprint had certain ones, Verizon oh, yeah. had certain So I had Sprint. So the only colored razor I could get was the red one, which I actually. But I like that. I really like now. Like I, it was kind of like. cooler. It was cool. Like yeah. it was a cool move for me to make when I was in eighth grade. No, I really like that. Thank you. How do you feel now as like a podcaster? Like, has your life changed drastically? <laughs> Is the paparazzi following yeah, you? Yeah, I can't really leave the house anymore. Yeah, no, it's hard being famous. It's so, so hard. <laughs> no, it's been great. I mean, it, this is like the second week. So it's like yeah. I'm still getting into the swing of things, but I love it. Like, it's I've literally wanted to do it since I started making videos. Just because I like the, like, long form. I like the, I like talking. And it's so much easier for people to get to know you yeah. this way instead of like YouTube videos, I feel like a lot of times. It's more intimate. Yeah, and like you're just chatting, whereas YouTube videos, you're editing them and you're like, you're editing everything down to like 13, 14 minutes. And then it's like, okay, they know what I did today, but like they don't know something that happened to me 10 years ago. Like they, mm -hmm. you don't really like know each other on like a deeper level. And I feel this is like a way to like get out there in a different way, I mm -hmm. guess, I don't know. You also have a really unique concept. Like it's cute and it's very, it's almost, it's like comforting almost. Thanks. Like it feels, it feels like safe almost. That's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. I mean, that's the goal. I don't want it to, I don't want people to think that it's like a children's podcast at all. Because I feel like that gets I didn't like get that misconstrued. Vibe. Even when I say I'm like a preschool teacher, like I'll get comments that are like, you're too pure for this world and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm literally not. Like I, just because I teach preschool doesn't mean I'm too pure for the world. Like it's yeah. like, but so I didn't want it to be like, I didn't want anyone to think it was like a children's podcast, but like, I like that it feels safe, like a safe environment. But like, we're talking about like adult things. No, I, I love it. Thanks. Everyone, when I asked what everyone wanted to hear from you, uh -oh. it's all wedding related. Okay. So if you're like so tired of talking about this or thinking about this. I'm, um, I have like a good, I have, a, I'm in a good spot okay, to good. talk about it right now. Okay. Like if you would have talked to me like two weeks ago, I would be like, I don't want to do it. Yeah. But it's, how, yeah. How are you feeling? I'm feeling, feeling good. I'm excited. Doesn't feel real. Feels way too adult. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm planning a wedding. Okay. <laughs> okay, mom. Like, what the hell? I don't know. It's like, it's crazy that I'm at that like time in my life. Like, I feel like it, I've been like reflecting a lot more than I ever have. Because I'm like, oh, your life is about to like 
change. And not like really, like it's not going to be that different, but it's but it just is. like you're entering like that second part where you like start to think about kids and like you're, I always thought about like life as like two different things. Like you have this whole life and then you get married and then like the next part starts where like your whole life is then your family and your kids. And like, I just have always thought like that and like work and stuff too, obviously. But like you get to focus so much on work and everything when you're in this part, yeah, in the younger part. And then all of a sudden it's like, now you have other things to start thinking about. You're getting older. And like when women get older, their bodies change and you have to think about how old you are and when you want to start having kids and how old your parents are and how you want them to be involved in your kids' lives. And like, I'm just thinking about so many things that I was never thinking about before. And it's all really exciting, but it's just like crazy because I feel like I'm 14. Okay, that's not true. I feel like I'm like 23. Yeah. You know? It's like you're becoming like more wise almost, you know? Yeah, and like that you like can be now. Because sometimes I like would feel like I was too young to like be wise about a certain situation, even though that's not true. Like I think like if you've lived something, then you know more about it. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, I'm only 24. Like who would take advice from me? Or like, you know what I mean? And so now all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I've been alive for almost 30 years. Ew. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. That was gross, (laughs) but true. No, but you, nonetheless. (laughs) And so it's like, it is what it is. And it's like a really exciting phase of life to be in. I don't know about you guys, but I'm getting so excited for fall fashion. This is the time of year when I thrive the most in every area of my life, but mainly my wardrobe, okay? This is the time of year where you really get to show up. You get to show off. I feel like everyone loves style more in the fall. And regardless of how you feel, the fall is coming and you need new clothes, okay? And that is why you guys need to be taking part in Macy's VIP sale. Macy's VIP sale has arrived just in time to get everything you need to cozy up this fall. Oh my God, I'm so excited saying that. From September 23rd to October 3rd, get 30% off regular sale and clearance items plus 15% off beauty. That is 30% off pretty much everything from clothing, shoes, and handbags to home decor and appliances. Check out Macy's.com. Again, that is Macy's.com. I personally will be shopping a lot of the home decor. I feel like I need to kind of spruce off the place. I feel like I need to make it even cozier than it's been. So I'll be participating again. That is September 23rd to October 3rd. 30% off pretty much everything from clothing, shoes, and handbags to home decor and appliances. Check out Macy's.com. Again, that is Macy's.com. I need to share my, not even latest, it's actually been the past couple of months, but my favorite product that I've been using. It is Clear Stem Skincare. It's their Sunny Side Brush On Mineral Sunscreen. When you think about it, we put, or we should put, sunscreen on in the morning on our faces, But if you put it on your body, you're constantly reapplying throughout the day, right? When you're at the pool or wherever. But for whatever reason, we don't even think to reapply sunscreen on our face. And it's annoying because you're wearing makeup and it makes it so difficult. And that is why this product is a game changer. It is a brush on mineral sunscreen with SPF 50. It is incredible. One, if you're getting a little bit oily, it makes you look flawless. So that's amazing. But also it doesn't mess up your makeup throughout the day. If anything, it makes you look better. I had the girls on from Clear Stem on the show a few months ago or in July, I think. And you guys loved that episode. 
ClearStem is anti-aging, anti-acne, and non-toxic all at the same time. No pore clogging ingredients and no hormone disruptors in any of ClearStem's products. Designed to clear acne and stimulate collagen so every single formula is equally anti-aging and anti-acne at the same time. It's formulated by the Acne Guru and based on over eight years of treating acne at San Diego Acne Clinic. This is basically all the information you haven't gotten from a dermatologist but have needed all along. ClearStem's education helps you identify your unique acne triggers and getting to the root cause of your acne. So you guys can go to clearstemskincare.com and use code I love you at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. That is clearstem.com and use code I love you at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. What is the worst part of planning? There's just so much that goes into it. Luckily, we have a planner, which is like life-saving. But there, I just, there's so many things you don't think about. And also like making the guest list and like how many people you want there and all of that. I don't know. It's just, there's just so much to think about that I just didn't even know you had to think about. I can only imagine it causes drama when like people aren't invited and then people are mad, but they I expect mean, invites when they're not really that close. I feel like so far we haven't had to deal with any of that, which is great. It's just kind of like you have to invite this entire group yep. of people or none of them. So it's up to you. Like it's, it just gets a little tricky. Then I think about it, I'm like, okay, well, if none of them are invited, then there's not gonna, they're not gonna be upset. Yeah, you that's true. I mean? That's what I'm learning is like, it's your day. Like, fuck it. If you want someone there and someone else is gonna be upset about it, it doesn't matter. Like, there's a reason why you don't want that person there. So you don't have to have them there. It's kind of nice to you. It's kind of like, yeah, you know, bye. I'm sorry. See you later. Yeah. Like, actually, for after the wedding, not right. just like the, for that day. Right. Were you someone who like grew up thinking about your wedding or was it? Not really. I always knew where I wanted to get married, but that was pretty much it. Like I never thought about like an engagement. I never thought about my dress. I never thought about really anything except where. And that's where we're getting married. And I'm not going to say where it is yeah, no. while we're recording, but I'll tell you later. Yeah. When you were first with Cody, were you like, this is who I'm going to end up with? Yeah. From a very early, like, at what point? Like, right away. Wow. See, this is, like, I can't even imagine dating someone at this point. I'm so emotionally, like, I just haven't met someone that yeah. I'm even remotely interested in. I think that's that's fine. Recently, I guess, but I just feel like it's going to be so crazy from, like, being in this point. And, like, also knowing me, I can meet someone in, like, two months and be like, oh, my God, I'm in love. Like, yeah, you know, right now. yeah. I just can't even, I don't, I can't even picture like getting to that point. So you just like met him and you're like, yep, this is it. I think like I always like with everyone that I've dated, like I've always tried to see if I could imagine some sort of like future yeah. with them. And like you always kind of are like, yeah, I guess like, sure, it'd be fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like with him, I met him and it was just like, Oh, like everything just felt like at ease inside of me. Like in my brain, I wasn't overthinking anything. Like I was just being who I am. And I like felt so like at home and safe and like where I was supposed to be every time that I was with him. Wow, it's so beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. It's really cheesy, but it's, I don't know how else to describe it, but like it, there was just like no question that I was with the right person. Yeah. And I feel like with everyone else, I was always like, eh, I don't know, like, sure, they're fine. Like it's, 
I like them. I mean, I obviously have been in other relationships with people that I've loved and whatnot, but like just didn't feel 100% right. There was always something that you were questioning. And then when I met Cody, it was just like, this is how I'm supposed to feel. I was always really worried. Like there was always like a deep fear that I was going to get married and there was going to be someone else out there that I felt like was better for me. Like I was always worried that like, I was like, well, I've never been to Italy. Like, what if my soulmate's in Italy and now I'm just stuck here married to this guy? Like, I was always so fucking worried that there was going to be someone else out there yeah. for me. And then when I met Cody, I was like, oh, no, this is, there's not. Like, this is right. Wow. I was like, just stopped worrying about that completely. It also seems from like the outside looking in that you guys were like made for each other. Like, there are certain couples that I feel like, just fit together very well and it's so like I always think like my friends like Julia and Hunter like they are like the perfect match for each other and it feels like one of those relationships where it's like you guys complement each other but you're just so like it's so obvious you know whereas with other couples sometimes I'm like I mean I don't know about that one you know yeah well thank you I mean it's a beautiful thing thanks I appreciate that what are some like mistakes a lot of people who listen to this podcast like talking about like navigating or hearing about navigating? I'm like, they're not talking. I'm talking. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm hearing about navigating life in your 20s. Yeah. What are some mistakes in like your earlier 20s that you made in dating or some things that you would just like maybe not do again? You know, <laughs> even if you were single. Oh, God. That is a tough question. I think I would just like listen like if I know that I don't like what they're doing like how what how they're talking to me how they're treating me I genuinely don't think it's okay like tell say that like speak up for yourself stick up for yourself and like move on they'll be fine you are what's more important I was always really worried about hurting other people that I didn't always like do what I knew I should do in situations. Like, I feel like I always was like, I have myself, I'll be fine. But what about him? He doesn't have anyone else. Like, I was always like, no, I have myself. He can, he, he can say this, but I know it's not true. And, but like, I would, he would like be really upset if I left. And it's like, well, that's actually not the case. Like, sure. No matter how good of a sense of self you have, like, use that, respect yourself, and leave a certain situation if someone's not treating you. If they're nice to you sometimes, but then they say really mean things, that's still not okay. Yeah. You know? I would just say, like, keep the self-respect. And I don't, I don't know. It's hard because it's like, I never really feel like I completely lost that side of me, but I just, like, put it aside to make sure that everyone else around me was okay. Yeah. Like, you made yourself smaller to be able to. Yeah. Because I was always like, it's okay, I have myself. I know I have myself. I'll be fine. I always am like, I know I'll be fine. So it's okay. But it's like, just put, like, you're, you're the same size as everyone else. You don't need to make yourself smaller and you're bigger. Like, you're all you ever have. So, like, you should be like, what would you tell your friend if they were in this situation? Yeah. You'd tell them to get out. So listen listen to that. I think a lot of the time, too, we want to stay. Even if it's like, I'm actually truly fine being on my own. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Right. I think sometimes we'll stay because the thought of like having to date again or meet someone else or go back yeah. into that pool or people have that we all have this fear of like, 
oh, well, I'll never meet someone that will match. And like, for whatever reason, that time in between you ending things with them and then eventually meeting someone is like so terrifying because there's so much uncertainty. Yeah. So I think people just will stay in things longer. Right. Like I've done this. Honestly, out of like laziness, yeah. you know, <laughs> I'm like, I just don't want to like do it again. Yeah. It's too much work. Yeah. No, I know. I know. I feel like I acted mostly on like just not wanting to hurt someone else. Mm-hmm. And like just being selfish in moments. Like I didn't ever want to do that. Like I just remember one time like being like, God, I wish he would just like cheat on me so that I could break <laughs> up with him. And he would like have like he'd be like, oh, oops. And I do think he did cheat on me anyway. But I <laughs> found that out later. But like I did still have to break <laughs> up Jokes with him. Jokes on me. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on me. I had to be the bad guy and get cheated on. <laughs> But it's like, I just, like, I remember saying that out loud and I was like, okay, so yeah. you should probably just break up with him because you clearly don't want to be with him and he will be fucking fine. Yeah. You're what's most important in a situation like that. If you're not happy, you're not happy and that's okay. It's going to suck at first, but like, it will be fine. It really will. I dated this guy a while ago and this is like years and years ago and I think I liked him for maybe the first like two weeks of the relationship. And we ended up dating for like seven or eight months. Like mm-hmm. that's like a substantial time for someone that you don't like. Totally. I broke up with this guy probably like seven times. It was to the point where I wasn't even like telling my friends that we had broken up. Okay. Because that is how far removed he really was from my life. Right. But he like kept coming back and it was easier. And I had just moved to LA and I made like all of my friends were his friends and it was just messy and it was easier for me to stay right but I just like never I never went through like any sort of heartbreak or anything like that I never cried I was like I want nothing to do with this but it was easier for me to stay because she just like wouldn't leave me alone I think and I was like whatever right but eventually I finally was like okay this is getting out of control I don't know when at what point I was like you know what I think this might be out of control. Yeah. Like, what is it? Month seven or like, you know? Right, right. But I wrote myself a letter. I was like, you are not getting back together. And this is so ridiculous. And this is why. And like, being with the wrong person is so much lonelier than yeah. being alone totally, too. Totally, And I actually had to like write myself a letter. And I think I finally like blocked him on something. But I was like, listen, it's not because like, I hate you or I'm mad right, or whatever. Right. I just like this is it. And yeah. it was like really unhealthy. Like we shouldn't be exactly doing this. Exactly. And he didn't like me either. That's the craziest part about it. It's totally. like, why are you begging for yeah, me back? I'm like, I don't want to break his heart. And then it's like, he doesn't like yeah. you. Literally. <laughs> I like tell this story and I sound heartless. And then I'm like, oh, but by the way, he also didn't yeah. like me. Just so you guys are clear. I have no idea why he kept coming right. back. Right. We hated each other. Yeah, just we, so literally all clear. I don't think we had a single thing in common, but I just like wasted so much time. Yeah. But also out of fear of like, oh, if you, when you're saying like, oh, I didn't want to like hurt him or leave him alone or whatever, like you kind of are hurting them worse long-term oh, by staying I, with them. I totally, totally agree with that. I completely agree that like it hurts both people to stay in a situation that you're not happy in. I don't think he, I, he that was he was just yeah shitty. It was not the vibe. Not the vibe. Not the vibe. What's your best like breakup advice or heartbreak? Devastating heartbreak. Someone's crying. Okay, so I would say I take breakups or I I took breakups pretty like easily (laughs) because I just I truly think it's because I for a period of time was only dating people that I didn't really like that much or like it got to the point in the relationship where it's been like a couple years and we're completely different people and we know that we're gonna break up and so we just like kind of ride it out until 
we just break up. So by the end, like by the actual breakup, I'm not upset. Maybe yeah. I'm upset before, whatever. I would say when I was early 20s, I like ended things with this guy who I just thought was like the best. And then I think about it now and I'm like, what did we ever talk about? Yep. What did we speak about? <laughs> like, why was I like, oh my God, he's the most perfect person in the whole world. Like, what the fuck did we even talk about? It's fine. Like, we did like really actually like each other. Like, I will never say anything bad about him because I just think that like we we just weren't supposed to be together. But we like genuinely had, we liked each other, you yeah. know? But we ended things. He was never like an actual boyfriend, mind okay. you. It yes. was one of those almost ones. Situationships, yes, if you will. the best. <laughs> and we ended things not because I wanted to. And I was a fucking disaster like pathetic <laughs> like I think about it now and I'm like oh my god you idiot but because it's like you knew this was gonna happen yep. he wouldn't ask you to be his girlfriend after like six months and you're crying because he didn't want to date you yeah like it's so stupid but I remember sitting thinking I was like writing it like just writing on my computer and I was like I know that this was supposed to work out so why didn't it if this was like, this was supposed to break out, why didn't it, why didn't it? And like, that was what I couldn't wrap my head around. That was the hardest part of the breakup was that like, why didn't this just work? It was supposed to work. It should have worked. Why didn't it? And it took two years and dating other people and doing other stupid stuff and whatnot. And then like, you learn so much about yourself and then you meet someone else and all of a sudden it's like, that's why it didn't work. Like you will find the reason why it didn't work. It might take a month. It might take four years, but like it, you will look back and you'll be like, if I stayed with him, I would have never grown in these ways with myself. I would have never met this person. Like it all like just came full circle. Like literally when I met Cody because, like, I just had to experience so many interesting things through those, like, two years. And then, like, I started dating Cody, and I didn't even really think about it. And then I was like, damn, that's why it never worked. You will learn why it didn't work out. And, it like, it really will be okay. Like, I, it truly will. I always say, like, and I, I truly mean this, and I believe this, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. My big breakup in the recent years was the best thing that ever happened to me and yeah. at the moment it was like so terrifying and totally. like horrible and just like it was also one of those things where I think I was I, I think again it was like I just didn't want the change I didn't really care about the person at that but I yeah. did care about the person yeah, yeah, but yeah. I was more afraid of the change in my life it would bring than I was right. about like losing that person right but the breakup ended up being the best thing that ever happened to me my yeah. life if I was still in that thing in that relationship I would be and not like not really, it's not about like the guy. The guy totally. It's about who I've become and like my exactly. life now. That's a, yeah. So much better. Exactly. Like, like so much better. Right. Like you would have just stayed stagnant or you would have never tried these things that you had to put yourself out there for because like I just think you grow so much that like your relationship with yourself starts to bloom and in ways that you didn't even know it could. And I just feel like that's really, really important. Why do you think you were dating people that you didn't really like? Because I didn't want to get hurt. Yeah, like a defense mechanism? Yeah, like it was just like, okay, well, if he breaks up with me, like I won't really care. And then you really did it. <laughs> and then I was fine. I mean, and the thing is, like, I wouldn't have stayed in situations like 
Like the guys that I'm referencing, like they were good guys. It was good. Like it was totally fine. But like I knew in the back of my mind that it wasn't like forever. And so like I knew I wasn't going to be hurt when it ended because I just knew that it wasn't forever. And it was like a great time. We had a great time. But it was like I wasn't like, oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know. Like living it, how it, it was. It was. I knew it. I knew it wasn't going to be forever, and so it was okay that it. I, I mean, it, it was like sometimes hard before the actual breakup happened, but then when the breakup happened, it was like, yeah. I relate to what you said about how I'm like. Why did I say I relate? Like I feel what you said about how a lot of the time when the breakup actually happens, you've already basically grieved like, the relationship and totally, gotten over it. Yes, because I have this issue where I know I need to leave something. Yeah, but. For whatever reason, I don't know. Like, I've, like, really gone, like, deep and tried to figure it out. I yeah. don't know if it's, like, I'm a child of divorce and I'm trying to make something work because my parents did it. Like, I've, like, gotten that deep. Because okay. I'm like, why the fuck am I doing this? Yeah, like, yeah. I shouldn't be with them. I don't want to be with them. But right. for whatever reason, I won't break up with them. Maybe I don't want to hurt them. Maybe it's, I don't know what it is. Yeah. But more often than not, I'm completely over the breakup by the time that it happens. Yeah. And I'm just like, all right, like, yeah. sure. I feel like... I have done that too. And like, not necessarily in the situation that I was with the, like, if you're, if you're someone's not treating you the way you should be, get out. But like, in just in like yeah. other relationships, I feel like a lot of times it was like, they're not doing anything wrong. You're getting along. You know, it's not going to last, but like, you might as well exhaust all options. Like you, I don't want to look back and be like, well, what if I just tried that one more time? Would it, would things have been different? <laughs> and then it's like, okay, once you get to the point where you're like, I know for sure. Like, I feel like I always was trying to, like, just make sure yeah. before I did it. Like, I was being a little cautious. Yeah, like, you didn't want to make the wrong choice. Right. But in the back of my yeah. mind, it wasn't, I knew it was never going to be the wrong choice. But it was, like, I never wanted someone to feel blindsided. Yeah, or the what ifs, too. Right. Like, I I would br- start bringing up these conversations, you know, doing a little planting the mm-hmm. seed. Is this really working? I don't know. You know, a lot of those. And then I was, like, well, I said last week, I don't know if it's working. And then it just continues to snowball and snowball and snowball. You've been having the same conversation for three months. And then it's like, I think it's just time. What do you think the best way to break up with someone is? Mm, over the phone. <laughs> so you can just like, <laughs> in the call, yeah. done. Like, no. Phone call? FaceTime or text? No. Uh, phone call. No, I have to be honest. I, so I'm a phone call girl. <laughs> like, I really have to I, be honest. I like... I don't really believe in like that, like you owe me a face to face breakup. Like, if a guy called me and broke up with me on the phone, I'd be like, that's probably for the best. Like, I yes. didn't have to drive anywhere. You're not in my house. I'm not in your house. I don't hate it. What's but so bad about a phone call? I agree. I completely agree. <laughs> I do think it depends. Like, I don't know. I think it's all situational, but I will say, like, I don't mind a breakup phone call. I think if your relationship has lasted a certain amount of time and maybe that time changes for everyone, but it's at maybe a certain step, then you owe in person. I do think there's a time where it gets to that. I agree. And like, maybe you'll, I think I've, I've also done the move of like breaking up on the phone, meeting up with them after to have like one last conversation. But I don't know that I've ever sat down with someone, maybe my first boyfriend ever, but that was like a very mutual thing. Like we knew that that was going to happen. We broke up 
in the car outside of Starbucks. Oh, classic. classic. I've, I've had a breakup in the car outside of Starbucks as well. It's just like so, it's like a mutual place. Really yeah, cool. no, exactly. <laughs> I like, It'll still think about it when I drive by. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> literally. But like, I mean, other than that, like I feel like having a conversation after in person is so much easier than the initial thing because there's a lot of like, you're they're upset, they're mad, you're upset because you just had to hurt someone. Like it gets yep. tricky. And so maybe like talking on the phone and then having like a conversation after you've cooled down a little bit, you can each think about what you want to say. I think that's kind of the move. I actually think it's healthier. I'm going to be honest. Like, it probably is. I also like logistics aside, that's so awkward. You break up and then like, what are you? You're somewhere or maybe you're not at someone's house and you have to like wait for the check and then you have to go to your car. And right. you have to, that right. is so awkward. Like don't, none of us need to be doing that. No one needs to do that. But who's paying? It, it, oh my oh God. My God. No, I like, never. Honor, no, I, I would, no, I would never in a million years want to deal with that. I couldn't, oh I literally couldn't do it. But I will say the guy that I was talking about earlier that I dated that I never really liked and he never liked me. Thank you very much. Yeah. I'm not a monster. Right. But he, I finally had to break up with him over the phone and I, I feel like I did that most of the time, if I'm being honest. But like, there were breakups in person as well. Yeah. But I finally was like, he will not let me break up with him. Yeah. And I can't get out what right. I want. And right. I actually like, for my own good and sanity, right. have to literally, totally. that's what I have to do. Yeah. I don't think a phone call is so bad. Like, I, I don't think, think okay. so either. And you can always do the after conversation in yes. person. Yes. And I've I would done that rather, with everyone. I would rather be broken up with on a phone call than in, per, in person. That's me so too. awkward. Like me too. If anyone's ever listening to this and wants to break up with me, like <laughs> yeah. just give me a call, you know? Just call her. <laughs> ring, totally ring, please. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh my God, it's been so fun. <laughs> Loved catching up and talking about Taylor Swift and Boys. Where can they find you and tell us a little bit about your show? You can find me on Instagram. I am so awkward when it comes to self-promotion. It yeah, is like I my worst it. I'm so bad at it. And Kelsey Kreppel. Uh, my yeah. name is Kelsey Kreppel. <laughs> no, it's at Kelsey Kreppel on Instagram and then just my name on YouTube. And then my podcast, Circle Time, you can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Go listen. Go listen. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Thanks for coming on. Thanks so much for listening, guys. As always, I love you. I'm so grateful. Please leave a five-star rating interview. And if you don't want to leave a five-star rating, please leave no rating at all. You know what I mean? Um, if you guys haven't already, check out our Dallas live show tickets. You want to get those as soon as possible. Love you guys so much. And I will talk to you next Thursday. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.